This is London Calling. London Calling. There are also slightly more controversial decisions in the honours. Um, I strongly suspect that Labour Twitter is going to spend the day tearing itself to pieces <laughs> over whether Tony Blair should have got a knighthood. Um, but then that's just another day on Labour Twitter. However, unfortunately for Tony Blair, uh, his epitaph will always for me be Iraq. Welcome to London Calling with me, James Gunningpole, and my very good friend, Mr. Toby Young. Tobes, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, James. Uh, and um, did you have a fun time on uh, December 31st? Well, it was... Um, yeah, I did, because because all my horrible children went off to, to parties. Right. And I was able to just sit and sit with, with the wife watching TV and get an early night, which is what you want. Did you watch the um, the Sadiq Khan's fireworks? Um, <laughs> no, I didn't. I d- will, you, will you tell me about them? Were they were they were they well, collectibly bad? Well, uh, they were pretty bad. Yeah, um, pr- pretty. Were they in the shape of a, of a coronavirus? Well, uh, there were sort of various similar sorts of things to that. But the weird thing was, my 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 sixteen year old son kind of schlepped to central London and kind of forced his way onto a bridge took him about two hours to get onto a bridge and, and so he could yeah. watch the fires and he was bitterly disappointed he said that all the drones that they had various drones to accompany the fireworks spelling out kind of you know uh, uh, politically correct messages um and uh, he said that they were all added by cgi and he couldn't actually see them from where he was i'm not sure whether that's true or not but um it was i wouldn't put anything past them tobes i think a, a lot of a lot of the stuff we see is 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 a hologram these days yeah they've now yeah. got the technology to just just keep us in a, a constant state of deception so that's what yeah. i'll do <laughs> so um did you go on your what your um boxing day hunt or uh, did you go hunting no, in between no boxing no, no day i didn't because day? because um i i'm desperate to go hunting and really am but but um jane who who's who's kind of my my riding boss and tells me what to do um you know like like horsey women do um she says there's no point wasting all that money if it's not a good day's hunting and she, she's she looks at uh, for how many jumps there are going to be and what the country is like and stuff and she's trying to sort of get one sorted for me so that i don't i don't waste my money because i mean it, it, it does cost a fair bit it's about it's about it's about 400 quid in the end is she a friend, or she, does she do this as a, on a sort of professional? No, she, she, she runs the the stables where I go riding okay. uh, um, every every week, and uh, right. she's also a steward right. of the hunt. I mean, she, she you know she lives for hunting, basically. Right, quite okay. right. Okay. Um, so you mentioned um, just before we started recording that you've done your back end. So that wasn't well, yeah, that I have. Wasn't and riding. I, so, so I reckon that no, no, it wasn't riding. No, what what happened? I reckon was because because I've been ill for the last. 10 days or then the route to christmas I, I got the lurgy and i reckon that when you get the lurgy it it, it it triggers all other other things as well so i reckon my my neck problems which which are the product of sitting in front of a screen and having terrible posture and, and having my head forward i don't i don't know whether you you have similar things i think that that had a knock-on effect and probably trapped a nerve again like i had before and i'm just in agony i'm just i'm just just kind of wandering around in a in a haze of pain oh dear have you got yeah. some painkillers? Well, I have, but the only thing I don't like, um, I hate ibuprofen, because the last time I had lots of that, it just can ruin my, my guts. And and then I, I, I can't stand um, the other one, uh, paracetamol. So all I've really got is is CBD oil, but the CBD oil I've got has also got loads of, um, uh, of THC in it, and I can't really use that in the day. 
so I'm a bit limited. So I'm, right. I'm, I'm mainly right. using ice pack and and I'm leaning against a hot water bottle now. Feeling right. sorry for myself. God. And it, do you get much kind of um, you know um, tea and sympathy, sympathy from from your wife, or is she fairly? Um, this is this blase? is weirdly enough. This is the only health issue where she ever shown the slightest bit of sympathy, and the only reason for that is that she had a similar problem a few years back, and she still remembers the pain. Um, and, right. and how how hard it was to to get rid of it. I was I was seriously thinking, I was I was feeling so sorry for myself this morning that I thought if I could you know make a deal with God where I just like die instantly, I I would grab it like a shot because it, it it's just when you get something like this that strikes you, you you know you haven't even picked up a heavy object or you haven't you, you know you haven't fallen off a horse. It just came out of the blue, um, like it did a few years ago and you think this is so unfair I've put so much work into my you know my my posture and stuff and and, it, and it's made bugger all difference mm. and then you think well what is the point of going on living because it, it, it's horrible pain it I mean I, I, I've got I've got friends who live in you know who just dosed up to the eyeballs with codeine and and uh, and the lot and I, I don't know how they cope oh dear you poor thing mm. I know that's my water <coughs> on the floor hopefully it won't last well yeah exactly hopefully yeah <laughs> um so james um i think i've i've won our bet oh yeah no you've you, you've won the bet ie 50 um um so next time we see each other i will i will pay that's very sporting I, of you i was expecting a bit more resistance so um, no no okay, no, no. I, I i i mean i've been you know those scenes in in the um in cowboy and indian movies where where they say it's quiet it's too quiet and this yeah. is rather what how i'm feeling now i'm wondering what what the the powers that be have got planned next because we seem to be having a sort of lull experience at the moment where a lot of us were expecting more lockdowns which i'm sure they're itching to impose but they they, they haven't really had the they, they haven't even been able to manufacture the evidence, have they? they? They just haven't quite been able to 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 create this uh, impression in the public's mind that that deadly COVID is killing everybody and they must get vaxxed now. People are just starting to go, yeah, well, that may be true, but I'm not going to have the booster. And that may be true, but I'm definitely not going to do another lockdown. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I, that this reflects public yeah, attitudes. I think that, that seems to be the case in England. Um uh, not the case in Scotland, Wales, or Northern Ireland. Well, didn't they come across the border for, for, for the they New did, Year? For New Year's Eve, um, lots of Scots and Welsh uh, came across the border, um, mm. which, which you would have thought would not be good for the um, you know popularity of their leaders if they think they're kind of unnecessarily restricting our freedom, their, their freedoms. I mean, yeah, I, I can't imagine it's doing uh, doing Nicola Sturgeon's you know approval ratings much good. Um, but she seems um, to be bulletproof, doesn't she? And and, and that awful man Drake. I mean, I mean, yeah. if you had to pick two worst politicians to to lead Scotland and Wales, you really couldn't find find worse, I don't think, than Sturgeon no, and, and Drakeford. No, and, and yet they seem to get get voted back in routinely. I, I maybe it, it's a bit like Russia, isn't it? The Russians Russians are incapable of of voting for anything which is not kind of some form of autocracy. And I think in the same mm. way, the Welsh and the Scottish are just addicted to terrible governments mind you we can talk in in, in england can't we <laughs> i get one argument for um you know scottish independence 
um, is that um, if Scotland did genuinely become independent, um, then the SNP would be a busted flush. Their, their purpose would, would, would be over, a bit like, um, you know, uh, UKIP and the Brexit Party after we exited the European Union. Um, and I think that's quite a good argument. It's about, about, about the best argument for independence, um, is that it the, would the, finally the SNP. do for... I mean, the, 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 um, there is a succession crisis in the SNP. I think uh, Nicola Sturgeon had earmarked uh, Humza Youssef um, as her oh, successor. He was thought to be the coming he'd man, be... but I think he's proved to be so hopeless um, over the past sort of uh, two years in particular, piloting the Scottish hate crime bill through the Scottish Parliament, you know, and having to make all kinds of concessions, uh, falling off his scooter, um, <laughs> uh, generally being... Well, that's, that's just, surely that's not... The, the, Ham, Hamza Yusuf is, I mean, he's like one of satan's envoys isn't he i mean he, he's not he's not he's not a comedy character who who, who deserves to lose because he fell off a off a, a scooter he's he, he deserves to, to lose because he's really really he's a fascist i mean worse he's he's awful i mean i yeah, do, no. I, I challenge myself to find a worse leader than nicholas sturgeon and of course instantly you've just named him i mean he's he's yeah, but i think one I think of the worst people in the world but i think he i think he i think he's so hopeless um uh, so poor lacks gravitas that uh, i think they'll have to find someone else and there isn't obviously someone else and she can't hang on for forever so that could that could there could be some chink of light at the end of the tunnel there so um james um our friend Ghislaine um uh looks like um she may go to jail for a very long did time did you actually and meet her i've, I've forgotten what, what you said last yeah time. I, I have actually met her but not very often i think i've met her maybe in total half a dozen times and i imagine she was very kind of darling charming you know let, let's have a chin chin and all that I yeah she was she was, quite, she was, she was a curve, she was a yeah charming sort of socialite um uh and i met her at, yeah at very i think i only ever met her at nightclubs either in london oh, or d- you didn't meet her at one of those secret underground passages between buckingham palace and and because no. um, they apparently exist um, you know, apparently, th- this is what I, I I heard on the internet that that Prince Andrew used these 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 tunnels. And uh, where, where did the tunnels go? Of, um, well, to I think they went to a nightclub called Browns. I think the, the, there were certain bars. I, I I think one of who's Princess Eugenie married to? Oh, he actually said admitted in an interview that there are tunnels that go from. They probably go from St James's Palace as well to various various London drinking dens frequented by the rules. So they do it to avoid being spotted. So right. Okay. Make... I, I I knew there was. I, I thought there was a tunnel. You know that there, there, there's a kind of um, a closed off kind of underground subway in um, just off Park Lane, and I always assumed that that was a tunnel which led to Buckingham Palace. I think I heard that. Um, so if they want to, if they want to kind of get out of the palace without drawing attention to themselves and avoid mm. the paparazzi, they use that exit or that entrance. Um, but do, do you think that she's got enough? She's got enough kind of uh, compromise on Bill Clinton, Tony Blair, Bill Gates, and the rest of them um, to actually kind of uh, get out of jail altogether, or at least reduce her sentence significantly. I mean, and, and do you think more to the well, point? Do you think she will enter I don't a plea bargain? See- I, d- I don't see how she's already not uh, open in inverted commas c- committed suicide 
close inverted commas. I mean, I mean, she, she's going to be, she's going to get Epstein, surely. There's, there's, she's got so much compromise on so many people that she surely cannot be allowed to live. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't fancy her chances. Someone told me, um, with some inside angle, that she doesn't regard anything she's done as wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, she, she thinks that um, the various uh, young women um, who were procured by by her and others for Jeffrey Epstein and his billionaire pals uh, were kind of, you know, they knew exactly what was going on. They went into it with their eyes open, um, and uh, she, she's not she's not guilty of exploiting them. They they were kind of, uh, you know, they they were already kind of wised up to the deal. Um, right. And so, it, but if she doesn't consider herself having done anything wrong, then um, she can't she can't cop a plea deal without pleading guilty. And if she's very disinclined to plead guilty, then that would that would mean that she doesn't actually give up, give anyone up. She just doggedly maintains her innocence and probably appeals. Yeah, I, I do you not do you not feel that that, that we've never been told the the full story about Epstein? I mean, I I, I watched a a Netflix documentary in, in about five parts, I think, on him. Was that the and one, the Vicky Ward one? Uh, she never pinned. I don't know. And you came away that you came away with the impression, yeah, he was he was he was a bit dodgy, you know, a bit of a you know, uh, clearly abusing abusing um, young girls and stuff. But but I'm sure there's far worse stuff that we haven't been told, and that that Netflix thing was a whitewash job designed to designed to you know cover for all, all the kind of the high level politicians and slebs uh, who who. Who went to, uh, to to Epstein Island and 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 had seriously dodgy sex with seriously underage girls and and probably did even worse things. I just just think think it's all being they're, they're being shielded. No, nobody, none of the really guilty people is 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 going to get punished for this. Well, um, she's just been found guilty. Um, like you, Toby, for example. <laughs> just to remind people, you know, you having been in his. <laughs> I, black I, book. I I I I. Adamantly deny that, James. Um, uh, the, the, it's, it's amazing how many people um, sort of see that my name was in Jeffrey Epstein's little black book. In fact, I think that was Ghislaine's address book, and see pictures of me and Ghislaine at nightclubs, you know, paparazzi pictures, and just conclude that I must be a pedo. That's all the evidence they need to assume the very worst of me. It's kind of yeah, depressing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Uh, well, actually, my, my son said to me, Dad, have you seen the names in this book? They're all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> but they're also people like Tony Blair and Bill Clinton. And oh, no, T- Tony Blair would never do anything wrong. I don't know how you can... Sir, what, so, did, what so, did he now knight... Well, well, we, well, maybe we'll talk about that in the next We should section. get on to that because the, the but, petition, I think, is up to at least 350... The petition to have his honour rescinded is now up to 350,000 signatures, which means it'll have to be debated in Parliament. But listen, should we, we should hear we do, from our first sponsor? Yeah, I think we should do. Um, and I would... I can't express um, how much I hate our producer, Brian. And Brian is a big, fat pig. And wherever he lives in America, I don't know where it is. But Brian gets all the goodies from moink because he lives in america and i don't and it's really annoying because i i I always used to think one of the reasons for not living in america is because the meat is all kind of full of additives and it's just disgusting but now you've got moink which is just 
brilliant. I mean, it, it actually g- gives you real, real uh, proper meat. It delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and wild-caught Alaskan salmon, which is the only kind I eat, by the way, direct to your door, helping family farms become financially independent outside of big agriculture. Their animals are raised outdoors, their fish swim wild in the ocean, and moink meat is free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, and all the other junk you find pre-packaged in the meat aisle. Sign up at moinkbox.com slash London to get a year of filet mignon for free. And then pick what meats you want delivered with your first box. Change what you get each month and cancel any time. And Brian, fat piggy Brian, says the filet are absolutely the tenderest he's ever cooked. I'll bet he does. I hate him. Toby, I hate him. Can we we get a different producer? (laughs) Moink was founded by an eighth generation farmer. He was featured on Shark Tank. Host Kevin O'Leary said it's the best bacon he's ever tasted, and Brian agrees. And Jamie Simonoff, creator of the Ring Video Doorbell, invested in Moink. They guarantee you'll say, oink, oink, I'm just so happy I got Moinked. Join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash London right now and listen to the show. Get free filet mignon for a year that's one year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste but for a limited time spelt m-o-i-n-k box.com slash london that's moinkbox.com slash london wow free filet mignon that's pretty extraordinary i know um, I, 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 brian is just evil he's Bat brian he's lucky old brian um so james um new year's resolutions have you made any <laughs> No, I never, I never make those. Do you? Yes, I do. I, I'm, I'm, I'm always the eternal optimist. And oh, uh, right. So my my New Year's resolutions are, um, well, I usually do dry January. So I'm, I'm doing dry. That's January. really stupid. I would never ever do that. <laughs> well, we can get onto that, but wait, it gets worse. Um, last year I did dry January and then um, gave up booze for Lent to keep my um, uh, middle son company. Who was you, you're not even a Christian, are you? What? I mean, you're not. You're only a, a social Christian, not a proper, not not like your yeah, son, who a, cu- a cultural God. Christian. Um, yeah, yeah. But but so this year, I thought I'd just try and power through and not drink anything right up until the end of Lent. Uh, just give my liver a break um, and uh, hopefully feel a lot better. Do you think that's a bad idea? I, d- I just think all, all forms of um, abstinence of that kind are just really stupid. But th- th- then the difference between you and me is you drink much more than I do. I mean, I just, I just smoke the weed. I don't really, I don't really drink. And you haven't thought about giving giving up the weed for why would why would you do that? January. What would be the rationale? (laughs) I I find that I find that um, self denial makes me feel kind of quite smug and superior. Um, uh, I quite, I quite, I quite like that sense that I've, I've got this kind of iron will um and am 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 foregoing these pleasures that lesser mortals can't resist i i i that that sort of appeals to me uh, i feel kind of uh, yes. i begin if i indulge too much i begin to kind of um feel self-loathing and begin to hate myself so i need that kind of break oh, okay. um, so i can yeah, give no. myself permission to then indulge again in due course um that makes that makes total sense i suppose if i were going to do anything like that i would probably maybe do a, a fast or something because then you, right. you you might get well you might you might get closer to god and you might get sort of visions which I, i'd quite like but apart from that right. I, I really can't see any other reason for 
doing the stuff. Anyway, so I've I've um, I've given up booze. Um, I'm right. I, I'm determined to lose a stone. I put on a right. bit of weight over Christmas. I'm now back up to twelve stone, which is really depressing. Having got down to under eleven and a half, um, I know this is meaningless to you because you struggle to put on weight. But yeah, I do. I re- I I I, I yeah. can't tell you how hard it is. It's just bizarre, yeah. um, uh, but uh, and in addition, um, I so I'm not gonna so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna eat between uh, I'm gonna eat only between the hours of one p.m. and nine p.m. So that eight hour window, and for the remaining sixteen hours of the day, I'm not gonna eat. Yeah, um, what's, what's that called? Something that's fasting. That's called in- intermittent, intermittent fasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, Which and, is and very I, good for you. I'm I'm gonna try and read more serious books, James. Oh um, yeah, you should uh, read Brothers Karam Mazov. I, I probably should. I've I've I finished the last. I mean, we should probably talk about this in cultural c- culture corner. But I finished the last of the uh, the Uhtred, um, uh saga, and right. I've now started on Martin Chuzzlewit, um, which I feel is much more edifying and better for. That's the one where he goes to America, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be doing with Dickens, unfortunately. So I, really, I, just, oh, I no. love Dickens. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I think I he probably is a bit marmite. I just, I just think like when when you discover the Russians, I have to say you, you just kind of think Dickens schmickens. Well, I do. <laughs> well, um, so um, uh, predictions for twenty twenty two, James. Um, I mean, I think um, that we are beginning to see the winding down of the pandemic, and I I still don't think. I mean, I'm, I I wouldn't bet that between now and the end of this year there won't be another national lockdown, but I think it's much less likely than likely. Um, and Boris seems to have just decided that they aren't going to go beyond the restrictions they've imposed at the moment, in spite of, you know, the health service supposedly being in turmoil because so many health workers are off with Omicron. Um, so I, yes. I do think, I do think that, uh, I do think that in 2022, um, we are going to learn to live with this virus, and I think we will we will blaze a trail that the rest of the world follows in the same way that some U.S. states have done that. Uh, so I do think we'll begin to see the unwinding of all the restrictions that have been imposed and that have ruined our lives over the past uh, couple of years. But that that may be optimistic. Um, yeah, Boris. I think um, lots of people are predicting that Boris won't last the year. And that there'll be some sort of coup come the summer, not just because of, uh, you know, as it emerges that he's mishandled things over the past 22 months, but also because of the cost of living crisis with soaring energy prices and the ludicrous, pointless net zero policy. Um, he'll begin to lose the red wall seats. His popularity won't recover and there'll be a kind of uh, palace coup and right. um, he'll be replaced. Um, but. I don't think that'll happen. Um, I think, I think, I think his, the chances of him surviving and fighting the next election, surviving until and fighting the next election are probably slightly better than 50%. So I think think he'll still be with us at the end of the year. Um, well, yeah, obviously, Tobes, I'm going to disagree with your analysis. Totally. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I don't think it matters whether Boris stays in, in or not because he'll just be, he'll be replaced by somebody at least as ghastly, if not worse. But I think that you, you may be right that, that they may try and wind down the pandemic narrative, but given it was always a, 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 a con anyway, the whole, the whole thing, the, the, the pandemic was, was engineered. Um, it was a, it was a, it was designed to advance certain policies, you know, the, 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 the deliberate, um, 
crushing of the global economy, the deliberate destruction of jobs to, to render people um, dependent on universal basic income ultimately, um, the, the enforced vaccine program this the the, the 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 pandemic was not about what it was what it was supposed to be about i mean it was it was supposed to be a public health issue when really it had been it had been planned in event um event 201 which i mentioned i think a, a couple of podcasts ago you know it was it was actually it was actually um uh war gamed in in 2019 so when it when it appeared in 2020 it was no surprise to anyone who who kept their eyes open um and uh I think that, that that what we're going to see this year is the continual continued erosion of our freedoms for ve- on various pretexts, be it on climate change. You know, the, the, I think climate change will be used as an excuse to stop us traveling. Um, uh, all manner of, of things are going to be used to, to, to give us restrictions on our lives. You know, like, like I mean. Uh, Green nonsense is going to be the, is going to be a big problem, I think, in in twenty twenty two. I think there's also going to be food shortages. In fact, shortages of, of, of most supplies, you know, building supplies, car parts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I just think that we're going to head um, closer and closer towards total totalitarian domination by by the the evil elite. Um, and I'm very pessimistic about twenty twenty two. I think it's going to be a really bad year. The only good thing that will emerge is that. I think people are becoming more and more aware of what a con they've been, what, what a pup they've been sold. For example, you, th- you think that the number one bestseller on Amazon, even though it's impossible to get hold of a, a physical copy, is Bobby um, Kennedy, um, Kennedy's book about, about Fauci. Mm-hmm. And Fauci clearly emerges as a, as, a, as, a, as a crook of the first order. It's like, it's like having Don Corleone in charge of America's healthcare policy. And it answers so many of the questions one, one might ask, you know, like, like how did Big Pharma have such power over, over America and, and, and the world? And, and, and how come uh, everyone, everyone wore masks when we know that the masks make no, no bit of, not the blindest bit of difference. And, w- and when you, I've, I, I've only just started listening to it on, on audiobook because you can't get a physical copy. Um, but it, but it, it's so damning. Fauci really, really is just evil incarnate. And I'm, I, I and, and the more people are aware of this, I think the more people will be disinclined to listen to anything he says ever again. I don't know how they get rid of him because of course he's, 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 he's perfectly in tune with the Biden regime. Um, but yeah, so so the the the, the great awakening will, will be the, the best thing that happens this year as more and more people realise they've been sold a pup and they cannot trust any of the institutions, not the governments, not the legal system, not the police, not not anybody. It's up to us. So if 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 none of these things come to pass, I mean, if we return pretty much to life as normal, yeah, um, and um, you know vaccine passports are withdrawn travel becomes possible again um what free 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 travel with no with no masks and things because i mean that that would be a that that would be clearly be a, if, if every time we got an airplane we had to do stupid pcr tests or or um yeah i think or, i think the, i think the incessant well i think the incessant testing will, will probably end i think it may well be that your that that masks on airplanes linger for a bit even though they um, don't but, work but, i mean they're, they're pointless I, I agree, um, but but if 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 things if all these things are unwound and yeah. we do essentially return to normal, will you will you think well, maybe I was wrong? 
Uh, or will you just think that um, the conspiracy itself, even though it has been responsible for all yeah. the kind of disruptions and privations of the last two years, in itself just unwound? Oh, I think I think we know what the direction of, of, of travel is and whether it takes place over one year or over three years, we are or five years. Uh, I, I, and I think five years is the maximum we've got. I think we are going to in the next five years, we're going to experience the collapse of the financial system. I mean, d- deliberately engineered. Um, I don't know what they'll try and replace it with central bank digital currencies. I think we're going to get massive um, engineered food shortages and supply shortages. Uh, We're going to get increased regulation. I'll give you an example. I I, I keep reading articles by by kind of, um, you know, conservative commentators like Charles Moore saying um, the net zero policy is going to kill the conservatives because people are going to see see through it Um, and people don't like paying inflated prices for their you know they, they don't want their cars taken away from them and they don't want to have to install these stupid new boilers that don't heat the house and cost 10,000 to install um this 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 all makes sense in a rational world but 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 we don't live in that rational world we live in a world where these decisions are being made at a level above governmental level that the machine that is behind the the green nonsense is 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 way above the level of 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 national governments so boris or whoever's in 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 charge um notionally in charge is is powerless to 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 stop this this machine grinding forward and covering our landscape in bat chomping bird slicing eco crucifixes and and horrible solar farms like the one they're gonna put in, in in dorset i mean some of our most beautiful areas of countryside are being destroyed with with solar farms we there, there, there's no there's no re well i hate to use the word farm and you know they, they, these these sci-fi monstrosities but they're getting away with it and local councils are giving them planning permission and and this is all being decided at a supranational level so uh i'm i'm, I'm very despairing of the future certainly um so it sounds like if 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 to, if if 2022 doesn't doesn't turn out too badly rather than abandon your theory you'll yeah. just say well it's going to happen soon even if it didn't happen this year yeah yeah they- I, I guess that's i guess that's true look nobody would be happier than me if i were completely wrong i would be absolutely delighted I've, i i think there came a point about about a year ago where i resigned myself to the fact that i'm not going to have a contented old age that 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 I mean, I don't know how long I'm going to live, but but I I don't expect to have the the, the future that we all imagined at when we, when we were at university, saying we imagine what we do when we retire, and we and, and it was all going to be jolly. We're not going to get that world because there's going to be so much fighting to be done before then. Um, you know, whether it's fighting in the form of just fighting an information war, or whether it's going to be actual fighting for your life. Uh, against marauding gangs you know starving um because there's not enough food or 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 whatever i don't think it's going to be pretty um and so obviously when you've when you've when you sort of resign yourself to a future in in which you're probably going to going to die horribly and and you're certainly not going to live to a ripe old age any 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 um any chance of avoiding that would be just 
bloody great. I'd love it. I really would love to live in the old world. But I, I, I've, I've realized in the last 18 months that the world I imagine exists doesn't exist and probably never has existed. But, but you, the, the, all that's always happened, all that's changed in the last, in the last two years is that the people who really are in charge of these decisions have shown their cards much more clearly and a lot more people have woken up. That's all that's changed. James, should we have, um, one more ad? Do you want to talk about, um, Tony Blair's, um, uh, well, and the, we should the do, clamor we? to have it? Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Yeah, because I mean, um, he is, he is horrible. Um, um and, and there, it's what is the what is the is the petition I did it with it I think yesterday the petition was up to three hundred and fifty thousand or this morning it was and this is the petition to um, have his honour rescinded which means it's now got to be because it's a government petition it's on the parliament.uk website I think or the gov.uk website it'll have to be debated in parliament um, oh, but it, it, should we do it do an ad, ad, ad before we get onto the onto the Blair thing or do you did you want to um, uh, yeah you, we think, okay yeah I think you, I think you should do the next ad okay. James, um, I love my work, but sometimes I dread sitting down at my desk, or at least I used to, before I got my ex-chair. Now, thanks to my ex-chair, I actually look forward to sitting in my office because my body feels so much more supported and comfortable. And more comfort means more productivity, helping my ex-chair pay for itself, thanks to how much more work I'm getting done every day. And if I'm feeling tight or stressed, I just turn on the LMX massage feature and choose from four different massage options. If the office is running too hot or too cold, I just flip on the LMX temperature regulation and either heat or cool my lower back. And once you feel the customised support of XJ's patented dynamic variable lumbar, or DVL, your back will never be happy in any other chair again. Take my advice, try X-Chair for yourself, risk-free, for 30 days. Once you realise how much better your chair should be, you'll never go back, I promise. Go to xchairlondon.com now, that's the letter X, the word chair, L-O-N-D-O-N dot com, or call, in America, one eight four 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 x chair for $100 off your order. X-Chair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort, and you can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. That's xchairlondon.com. So, Blair. Yeah, Blair. Why is it, take, why, why is it taking so long for him to be um, knighted, do you think? Because he's just so palpably, monstrously bad in every way. I mean, people... Maybe, maybe, maybe one of the reasons is that um, Corbyn wouldn't dream of nominating him, but Keir Starmer uh, has nominated him. Um, that's probably the explanation, is it? There probably hasn't been a Labour leader or uh, willing to nominate him until now. Well, wasn't wasn't the official excuse that there was there's some kind of logjam of, of subsequent prime ministers who all are itching to have knighthoods and, and, and apparently can't because of Blair hasn't got his yet or something? Well, I don't know. Maybe. Um, th- and, and this this one, he's a what is he? He's a knight commander of the Order of the Garter, which supposedly yes. is in the gift of the Queen. And I'm thinking, well, so the Queen's uh, reigned long and gloriously um, all this time, and her her final act or one of her final acts is to give one of the greatest honours you can have to one of the worst people in the world it's extraordinary what why would she do that either either the queen is as 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 bad as 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 conspiracy theorists say she is or she's just been got at she's been really badly advised but either way it doesn't reflect well on her maybe that's the reason blair hasn't been honored before now 
until now she's always vetoed it um, because of her intense visceral dislike for phony Tony uh, but but now that she's uh, you know approaching her centenary maybe she's maybe she's kind of less compass mentis and maybe. someone just sli- slipped it under her nose and she's just or kind maybe of Charles's it people thinking um, now rule the roost and that they you know they, they, they don't take the queenie seriously anymore and so that they're just just forcing through all this this nonsense it, it is extraordinary I, I i think any any award for tony blair is is totally indefensible that i mean i was very surprised to see julia hartley brewer um sort of suggesting um that that the people who objected it to it were, were being silly because of course we have to knight our prime ministers and i'm thinking why why do we have to? Well, well we, there's so much we know about Blair that he kept from us when he was prime minister. I mean, he, he seemed pr- pretty dodgy at the time, but but now we know he, the man is an absolute spiv. Um, I'm I, I'm 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 horrified. I, in fact, I, I christened this the the fu honours list uh, w- without the a- as asterisks after the after the f. Uh, it, it, the whole the whole honours list reflects so badly on on the the johnson administration and on 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 the ruling elite you you think patrick valance big farmer shill um chris witty no, patrick, has patrick valance been has he got another he's, he's got, already he's, got, patrick he's, got, Vallance, wasn't he? he's he, got a knighthood uh chris witty he already had a knighthood oh did he, he oh get, he's got he, something he, else then doesn't chris matter paul nurse yeah. Paul Nurse, a, a shill for the Rockefeller Rockefellers. He, the really terrible, terrible people are being given awards, and you just think I would never, ever want an award from 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 this um, from the establishment. I wouldn't want you, to be part you, of that establishment ever. You don't do what I do, then, James, which is when the um, honors list is published, kind of um, painstakingly, kind of run your eye down the entire list and think. What's he done? He doesn't deserve that. I've, I've achieved much more than that. Why haven't I been given an honour? It's true, Tex. You, you should. You, you should have had an honour. Um, because, I mean, God knows you've done enough brown nosing. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, you, 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 um, you've, you've achieved way more than most of the people on that list because you are, you are a workaholic and you have done some, some pretty, pretty good things. You know, your schools, your schools alone should have, should have got you, got you a, a Lord Young by now. Um, and you'd like that and you'd appreciate it. I mean, I wouldn't. I, if, if they, I might take a dukedom, but that is, that is the lowest I would go. The, and the, I would uh, have to have an estate with it as well. Oh. <laughs> um, like Blenheim size. <laughs> um, one of the reasons I, I would like to be either knighted or given a peerage is because my wife still hasn't taken my name. Um, and um, for a long time, I've believed, I think now it turns out wrongly, that if I was given a title, those would be the that, that's the only circumstance in which she would change her name uh, to the Lady Young. Yeah. Um, but actually, she's now um, uh, disabused me of that uh, illusion uh, and says that e- even in those circumstances, she wouldn't change her name. Um, so uh, it makes it make it makes the prospect it, ma- it makes uh, an honour much less attractive. Right. Yeah. Well, um, I'm, I'm sure you, you'll get it in the end, Tobes. Just keep 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 buggering on. Yeah. Um, so, um, should we do one more? Um, uh, hear from one more sponsor, and then go to Culture Corner, and then call it. Yes, the let's do that. Let's 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 do that. Um, I'm sure everyone knows by now about Express VPN. How could you not? We talk about them all the time on the show. 
I can't stress enough the importance of protecting your online activity from evil, hateful big tech who track, spy and profit off you. But there's actually another reason many of our listeners love using ExpressVPN, Netflix. See, thousands of shows on Netflix are only available outside the UK, so you need to change your country if you want to access them. What the Express ExpressVPN app does is it encrypts your data and reroutes it through a server location of your choice. This not only protects your data, but also lets you control which country you want Netflix to think you're in. ExpressVPN lets you choose from over 90 different countries, so every time you run out of stuff to watch, you can just fire up the app on your laptop or smart TV, switch your country and hit connect. Once you refresh the page, you'll get a brand new selection of shows. It's that simple. And here's the best part. It's not just for Netflix. You can ex- you can use ExpressVPN to unlock shows or sports on other streaming services too. I like using it to watch Peacock. It's free and only available in the US. Look, there's a reason why ExpressVPN is the number one rated VPN provided by publishers like Tech Radar and, of course, by me. So be smart, guys. Protect your data and stop paying full price for streaming services while only getting access to a fraction of their content. Visit expressvpn.com forward slash London right now and get three extra months of their service for free. That's Express. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash London. ExpressVPN dot com slash London to learn more. So, James, since we last spoke, um, uh, the young family has uh, spent three days in Margate. Um, so we we went to Margate on yeah. I think the uh, the 27th and came back on the 30th and had a bit of uh, an experience, a bit of local Kent culture. And uh, I went to the um, Turner Contemporary, which is the famous um, Tate Gallery um, in Margate, hoping for a bit of culture. I was actually hoping that there might be some Turners there, given Turner's associations with margate and given that the galleries called the turner contemporary but not not a chance it was pretty much all contemporary and there was one one goes with three galleries i mean first of all um uh, when you um uh, approach the gallery there's this overwhelming kind of eggy sulfurous smell um something to do with the sewage works or the seaweed on the beach or something but anyway grim um and then uh and then but it sort of it sort of goes once you get into the gallery so one of the galleries was um work produced by local artists during lockdown um and that was you know quite sweet um but then the other two one was um uh, uh various art and installations inspired by blm and it had been uh curated by these kind of I think three or possibly four local girls who'd been kind of energized and radicalized by BLM. Um, and, uh, and, and then the third one was celebrating Margate pride. Um, and, um, there are lots of pictures of kind of naked and semi-naked men. Um, and my, my, my kind of, my reservation about this is that, is that, I mean, it, it, you'd think that the, that the whole purpose of the Tate opening these kind of um, satellite galleries all across Britain is to is to kind of extend its reach, provide um, access to ordinary people to kind of art uh, and enrich their lives. But 
this art cannot possibly have appealed to the local people of Margate. I mean, you know, it's in Thurrock, one of the most conservative parts of the UK. And the idea that the kind of good burgers of Thurrock would be, you know, queuing up to go and see this BLM exhibit just seemed pretty far-fetched. Um, so it was disappointing from that point of view. But I, I realised, so I had a kind of, um, I read, there was a good piece by Christopher Caldwell, uh, a New York Times op-ed, um, published over the kind of in the Twixmas period, I think, in which he said that one of the one of the um, consequences of the decline of Christianity is that when Christianity was still a kind of powerful cultural force in the West, that was that was where people kind of got their morality from, by and large. You know, yeah. uh, 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 it didn't. So moral values didn't kind of saturate the rest of the culture they were contained within the church um uh, 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 but 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 now um there is this kind of public corporate morality which has i think which is i think a, a relatively recent development um and that was the kind of depressing thing i thought though the kind of irritating and irksome thing about the tate it wasn't that i you know didn't like the moral values that were being kind of preached at me as I was walking around, it was that, you know, well, it would be very, all very well to be preached at in this way at a church that I'd come to on a Sunday. Um, but for, 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 for kind of everything in this gallery to, to kind of, uh, be so sanctimonious um, and be telling me what I ought to be thinking about these kind of various contemporary issues was really annoying. And, that, and that, I think that, that's that. And I think one of the points that Caldwell made is that one, the reason free speech is in crisis is because there is this kind of public corporate morality now um because it's everywhere and all around you because it's being pumped out by all these cultural secular cultural institutions it's much harder to resist and you get kind of uh you know if if you do resist it if you dissent from it in any way you're immediately penalized not like dissenting from christian teaching um you know 50 years ago which which didn't carry the same penalty anyway i thought that was that but i thought this uh this the the the, the, the turner contemporary was a good illustration of this uh, this point that christopher caldwell made in this very good new york times op-ed they've they've done a, i think our institutions um from the national trust to the tate to whatever have done a very 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 good job of rendering themselves completely irrelevant to anything that matters that that, that you, you think about uh for example all the all the country house experts which used to work for the national trust and 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 they they, they knew their stuff and now it's become this this woke joke and and this, the same with with with, with the tape they they it, it's not about it's not about art it's about pushing pushing woke politics uh, yeah I, I, but it, but it's odd isn't it that that you know that that as recently i think it's 25 years ago the curator of an exhibition wouldn't have felt that it was incumbent upon him or her to um include in the exhibition various moral statements it, they would have thought no, let's, no, leave, no, that. Oh, let's, le- let's right. leave that let's leave that to you know the organized religions let's not let's not um let's not 
let's not have this kind of morality infusing you know exhibition spaces and galleries and national trust houses but there's this kind of odd it's almost as though you know i mean it's partly that the kind of educated bourgeoisie now sees itself as a kind of secular priesthood which has an obligation to kind of educate the morally educate the masses yes. um and you could kind of feel that with the, with this exhibition uh at these various exhibitions at at the turner contemporary this feeling that oh, we are surrounded by these kind of tory troglodytes these kind of uh uh, uh, leave voting kind of xenophobes. So it is particularly incumbent upon us, educated, progressive, guardian reaching curators of this gallery space to educate these unlettered troglodytes um, uh, and morally educate them by telling them what we think they should think and it, it's just so alienating and kind of uh, and I think if you're a person of a certain age maybe if you're under 40 you're so accustomed to this that you don't really notice it you just expect you know um, Gillette to kind of yeah. uh, pronounce on toxic masculinity in an advert for their latest razor and it doesn't come as any sort of shock yeah. or surprise to you but if you're our age there's something really kind of irksome and kind of annoying about it isn't there it is yeah th there is definitely um do, have you did, did you watch the witcher no i haven't watched the witcher yet no no um <sighs> but i have started in, i have started in properly on um season three of succession which i'm very much enjoying oh yeah um, yeah it's 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 got a it's got a pretty good finale although do you know what i think the the, the this is season three isn't it it actually when you get to the end and i'm not going to spoil anything you you think well that didn't amount to much in, t in terms of development in the company it's, it's, it's just a, an excuse for um jesse armstrong to just have lots of zany dialogue isn't it and just just have these these people these sport rich people um yeah the, the kind of the, being horrible to each other you're right the the kind of um the, the the kind of central drama does repeat itself from one season to the next it's like yes. uh, will you know um what's he called again um something well, roy, logan no what will logan will, roy will will, will will logan roy finally relinquish his control over yes. his kind of global empire and pass it on to one of his children in which case which child would he pass it on to and that that kind of that's never really resolved it just kind no. of endlessly repeats itself doesn't it but I, it's still it's still very interesting and they can't when you think about it they can't change the dynamic too much they can't really have logan depose because then that would kill the point of the drama which is after all about succession yeah and if, if know. we know so he's going to succeed him, him it doesn't yeah matter anyway well, exactly yeah that's true they've got to spin it out for as long as they can i mean i remembered watching season three that isn't the kind of whole kind of story kicked off by logan roy having some kind of you know um stroke yes that's right um uh, 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 and so he's suddenly kind of his health this kind of uh there's a big question mark over his health and can does he really does can he really continue to run this empire now that he's kind of had this kind of debilitating stroke and he can't walk properly he has difficulty forming words and so forth and the kind of vultures circle um but th that the cognitive impairment <laughs> created by his stroke seems to have completely gone yes you know, he's now kind of a vigorous man except when, it, when it's a needed full for the plot, blush plot, of middle-aged power yeah. yeah for plot purposes he just yeah he's impossible to kill um 
yeah but uh, still entertaining um and uh, so i did see one film i have been working my way through the bafta films i saw one last night called the power of the dog which is actually on netflix have you seen this um oh not the boring one with cumby bendy patch or whatever it's <laughs> yeah um it's him and it's directed Bendy by Jane Campion. doing his sort of i can't take him seriously anymore do I, 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 the, the funny thing is it's kind of uh, uh it's one of those films that is kind of wildly overrated by kind of um you know all of our middle class friends um because it panders to kind of urban progressive prejudices about what um uh uh kind of real kind of uh he men alike so um not not gay again the, the, he doesn't do so, it no, wait 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 you, you you've guessed it so so no. um Cum- cumberbatch plays this kind of rugged outdoorsman this rancher who's kind of uh full of kind of um venom towards kind of gay men or nancy boys as he calls them as well as to women generally yeah. so he's this kind of misogynistic toxic male yeah. um uh, 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 and, and and it's sort of the embodiment of of the kind of toxic toxic male and you know before long needless to say uh the explanation for how he got to be like this becomes clear which is that he's a repressed homosexual no i Absolutely. thought i was joking well, I, I was no, joking you're when not. I said it. that is the that is the kind of that that's the explanation in in the movie uh turns out he was kind of uh seduced by this kind of uh mentor older man called uh, bronco henry who he idolized and uh, still kind of sexually fantasizes about when he was a young boy um and uh and it's 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 dreadful cliche nonsense i tell you what we watched um we watched uh we had to, you had to buy it off amazon um the this film about the life of anthony bourdain it's called roadrunner oh yeah I bet you met Anthony Bourdain, didn't you? You know, I don't think I ever did. No. Okay, but you, but you're familiar with his with his yeah, I know t- who he is, TV yeah. travelogues and stuff. So he was a chef, yeah. then they wrote this book called Kitchen Confidential, and and then yeah. became this sort of yeah went up, made these documentaries all around the world in in, in increasingly horrible places like like the Congo. Um, but because I, I I knew that he topped himself. Um, and I, there, there were, I don't, I don't know whether you remember, towards the end of his life, he went a bit weird. He, um, he started dating, he was, he was married twice, and, uh, and, and then he had this, this, this fling with, is it Asia Argento? You remember Asia yeah. Argento? Asia Argento was yeah. the first woman to come out about having been raped by, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. And so what happened was that... Was that um, Isn't uh, it Asia? I always thought it was pronounced Asia Argento. But maybe no, no, it, it's, spelled, uh, it's spelled as in the continent, but I don't, I don't know whether the Italians pronounce it Asia or something, you know, or whether okay. it's pronounced Asia, like the pop group, um, Final Countdown. <laughs> no, so the... Um, he was this sort of... He, he was this cool dude, but... but by the time he was a kind of 60-something celebrity, um, smitten by this Italian a- actress, he, he became all kind of 
goofy and 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 it she 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 did a sort of they didn't actually say this but it was clear this was what the subtext was that that she was like his his yoko ono and right. he, and she 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 did him no good and he, anyway the poor chap ended up topping himself well, wasn't there this theory that when when she um you know um uh identified harvey weinstein as someone who had sexually assaulted her yeah she me too'd him and became a kind of me too you know celebrated heroine um he was then kind of incredible he then became this is the theory i don't know if it's true he then became incredibly paranoid that he was about to be me too'd and it would be the end of his relationship and it would oh. be particularly go- it would be very difficult for her because after all why was she married to a sexual predator if if she was so upset oh i didn't know Barbie once done. I, so I, he I, topped I, himself I, rather than endure that scandal i like the deep conspiracy nature of that, of, of so that yeah, conspiracy theory. theory yeah that's really good james <laughs> where did you hear this one Oh, I don't know. That was the rumor when 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 he oh, did is it? commit suicide. That's interesting because the, the the story I heard that the, the conspiracy version I heard was that he'd been offed on the orders of Hillary Clinton because he'd uh, what had he done? He I think he he dissed her on Twitter or something. Um, right. but so so there's another theory. But <laughs> but, but no, I like a lot your, of people. If that was a reason for offing people, I like but, yeah. your one. Um, but uh, he 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 clearly did become. He he would insist on on white knighting his younger girlfriend, and he, and and he d- he did this by by fanatically embracing me too, and cutting out of his life anyone from his past who'd ever said anything inappropriate or done anything inappropriate. So he became he did become fanatical and rather tedious, which is right, sad. Because right. I think, but he, it's I an think, entertaining entertaining documentary, is it? Well, I, I kind of thought what's it called? Did, um, it's called Roadrunner. Roadrunner. Um, because I think was it Jonathan Richmond? Did he do a song called Red Runner? Something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, yeah. It was. You didn't learn that much more that you you wouldn't have known already from his you know, just stuff about how crappy was uh, on the first on the first the the, the, the first time that, that he'd never been abroad. You realise until until the, until that that series. So he was he was a chef in that in that in that that French restaurant in New York. And then he wrote the book, and then he became a celebrity. And then this this husband wife cameraman producer duo decided to take him on, take him abroad, and 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 he'd go and visit these these countries. He'd never been abroad before, and they went to Vietnam, I think, or somewhere somewhere like that. And the first few days, he was really crap because he's quite he's quite shy, and mm. he wasn't really engaging with the camera. He wouldn't meet anybody's eye, um, and and only gradually did he did he. You know, get the get the knack, and then he got quite good at it. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's worth watching. You know, okay. If if, if you like him, okay. Mm. Uh, all right, James. Um, we should I'm going not, ice skating um, now. Are you? Yeah. That, how can you do it with your bad back and your well, bad you, neck? I mean, you 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 can't. There's nowhere to hide from the pain, so you may as well just do stuff. And right, okay. Yeah. Oh well. Good luck with that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, well, and Happy New Year. And, um, Happy New Year, James. Let's hope it's a good one without any tears. Fat chance yeah. of that, I think. <laughs> right. I'm optimistic. Anyway. No, I'm not. Okay, James. All right. Good bye bye. Right. Bye. This is London Calling.
Ricochet. Join the conversation. <laughs>